0: Guys and girls, what the fuck is up? We are back with another episode of The Wake Up Call. This is episode 160. Today we're going to be talking about mental toughness and how to get into a positive type of mindset when your default is negative. This is something I'm really excited to uh, sink my teeth into. Mental toughness, discipline, things of that nature. I have a very, very keen interest and have done since you know, since I was a, a teenager trying to understand what makes the highest performance in the world tick for me particularly this was athletes uh because myself i was and still am a competitive athlete and i was always looking for you know a psychological you know trick or secret trying to understand what makes the best the best so try to model my behavior and my way of living and my actions, so then I could recreate my own form of greatness or, you know, progress, if you will. And this really comes down to what it is you're doing and what you want to achieve, because I do think that being mentally tough and having the mindset of becoming mentally tough, I don't necessarily think it's something that you're born with or not. So if we talk, you know, nature versus nurture, I think people generally have an inclination one way or the other, but I also think that it can be developed. So if somebody's kind of just plodding along through life, you know, they're going through the motions, they wake up, they just, you know, each day is a bit like Groundhog Day. You know, you get up, you have your breakfast, you go to work, you come home, you put your feet up, and, you know, you're just living this stagnant, static life, and you're not feeling very fulfilled. The body doesn't look, feel, or perform the way that you want. You know, work life isn't super invigorating or exciting. Um, I can understand how that shapes people to start to look at life through the lens of being negative. You know, life starts going from, oh, it's okay, to then all of a sudden, hey, life is a bit shitty. It's starting to suck a bit. And this is where I think having more mental toughness can come in very, very handy. It is a useful skill. And I use that word deliberately. Mental toughness is a skill. It is something that can be cultivated and developed over time. The first thing it takes is an actual awareness of where you are right here and right now. What do you do? What is your default reaction or response to difficult times? When shit hits the fan, You know, do you just, you know, find the nearest exit and check out? Or do you actually have a look around, detach yourself from the situation, evaluate what's happening and then respond accordingly? Because mental toughness means that you have an ability to respond and bounce back successfully from hard times. Whether it's a physical endeavor, whether it's a mental challenge or problem or task that you have to overcome and solve. Um, or whether it's a combination of these things. And oftentimes it's not a you know an immediate short-term thing. Mental toughness is your ability to persevere. It's your ability to dig in and keep going. When times are tough, people like to throw in the white flag and they say, No, nah, I need to check out. I, I can't keep going. I'm out of here. That's a piece or a part of what being mentally tough is. So Are you mentally tough or are you mentally fragile and weak and frail and, you know, you hit the fucking eject button when life throws you a curveball, life throws you some difficulty, life makes things uncomfortable for you. So we're going to talk about this in length and also some of the benefits of being able to shift your mindset and your mentality from being a negative person to a positive person. Okay, so first thing we need to do is identify what toughness is. And then we need to look at which type of mindset you actually have, because there's more than one mindset. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a passage from one of the books in my extensive library. Uh, This book is called Tough, Building True Mental, Physical, and Emotional Toughness for Success and Fulfillment. This is written by Greg Everett, who also happens to be a very accomplished weightlifting, Olympic weightlifting coach. Uh, so he <clears throat> I've read this book and it was a fucking eye-opener for me. He articulates things in such a way that I had not really heard uh, heard before. And super articulate, understands the concept to a really high level, and he also has the expertise and the background of a sporting um. Yes, sporting background because he himself was a weightlifter and is now a coach and has been coaching for many, many years. So this is from the book Tough, which I highly recommend that you get a copy of, first and foremost. So go and grab a copy. But this is what Greg says, and we're talking about defining toughness. We can't begin to pursue, let alone achieve toughness, if we're not even capable of defining what it is we're trying to become. The process is challenging enough without stepping off haphazardly to stumble around in the dark, smashing our toes and cracking our skulls along the way to a destination that doesn't exist. Part of being tough is the capacity to endure and overcome challenges. That doesn't mean we transform every task in our lives into challenges unnecessarily. The classic toughness precept is that if you're going to be dumb, you have to be tough. But fortunately, being tough doesn't require being dumb. There's no reason we can't attack the process intelligently and challenge our limited time and energy into the myriad challenges we not only can't avoid, but require for success. Further, it's impossible to undertake the process of becoming tougher without becoming more intelligent, more aware, and more engaged in the world around us. True toughness is built through the continuing development of four elements. Character. Who are you? Capability, what are you able to do? Capacity, what are you able to withstand? And commitment, what are you willing to do? So that is Greg's definition of toughness. What he's saying is you don't have to make life, you don't have to make your life a fucking misery, okay? Being mentally tough isn't about turning your life into a shit show, making everything awful and an absolute miserable experience. That's not what tough is. Being tough is about your character. Who are you? It's about your capability. What are you able to do? Not what you think you can do, but what you can actually produce and demonstrate. Capacity. What are you able to withstand? And it's about your commitment. What are you willing to do? The four C's, character, capability, capacity, and commitment. Those four character traits are what define toughness. And these are hard questions to answer. These aren't surface level questions here. These are questions that force a lot of self-reflection and an honest assessment. So if you truly want to become mentally tough, I would highly, highly fucking encourage you, spend $20, 30 and buy this book, go through it at length, take down notes, get a piece of paper, grab yourself a journal and do some introspection. Greg, will he has prompts and he has questions there. Don't just skim over them. Actually stop when he tells you to stop, answer the questions when he asks you them and be honest with them. Okay if you have a small little crack at it and you get a surface level answer and you think that's good enough I'm telling you right now when life gets hard when something meaningful you know comes into your path and you're not able to get through it it'll be because you haven't answered those questions thoroughly enough that's why some people are able to withstand huge amounts of shit and difficulty and challenge and adversity and keep going, even though they know it's so fucking like awful and other people crack under the first signs of pressure or distress. All right, so get yourself a copy of that book and read it. Fucking excellent book. Then I want to look at this. So we've defined what toughness is. And then I want to ask you a little bit about your character and your general thought process. Are you an optimist? Someone who's always, yay, happy, smiling, and everything's great in the world? Are you a pessimist where maybe you're a negative Nelly? The world sucks. Everybody hates me. It's all against me. Woe is me. Or are you a realist? You're not super high and happy, and you're not super low and sad. You're somewhere in that middle range where you look at things as they are. Not what you want them to be, but what is. You know, it's not a perception. It's factual reality. Are you a realist? And then do you have a growth or a fixed mindset? So these are the two different types of mindset. I'm going to briefly just go through the different types or some dot points that describe each of them so you can kind of ask yourself and answer the question, what type of mindset do I have? A fixed mindset is where failure is the limit of my ability. So you think, okay, where I am right now and all the attributes and skills that I have is all that I'm ever going to have. Can't get any better. This is what I've got. You think I'm either good at it or I'm not. You don't like to be challenged. You think that you cannot change your abilities. So it's either I either do it or I can't. You take feedback and criticism personally. So as a, as a personal attack, somebody gives you a constructive critique or feedback and you think that they're being mean to you. And especially of this uh, in today's society of being coddled and entitled, it's almost like you can't say anything <clears throat> negative or even constructive to somebody. You say, hey, you didn't do this quite well enough. And then you think that they're attacking you what they're trying to do is say, hey, when you did this thing here, it wasn't quite up to standard. Or, hey, I've got a way that you could maybe enhance or improve the way you're doing it. This is my feedback and this is how I would go about it. Or this is something you could try and utilize for your own development. And the keywords are for your own development. So don't take it personally, like they're attacking you and your, you know, your individual identity. They're trying to make you better. So that's a fixed mindset where you think, And you receive every kind of critique or response or feedback directly as as an attack. You think that your potential is predetermined. So, you know, you think that you can only rise or fall to a certain level. And, you know, that is what it is. When things get difficult and when you get frustrated, you give up. You know, you get to a a crossroads or a a T-junction. You know, it's like, do I keep going and, you know, push through this thing or... You know, I've given it everything that I've got. That's your perception. You think you've maxed out when perhaps you haven't. And you say, no, that's me. I'll just give up there. And you stick to what you know. You think there's only one way of doing things and you just stick to your guns. That's a fixed mindset. A growth mindset is somebody who wants to learn, who wants to grow, who wants to develop themselves. They say, I can learn to do anything that I want. Challenges help me grow. Failure is an opportunity to progress. Obstacles equal opportunities. Feedback is constructive. They say, I'm inspired by the success of others. If somebody else can do it, that gives me proof and that gives me hope and that gives me inspiration that I too can do it. A growth mindset person likes to try new things. They expand their horizons and try new skills learn new habits and they say my effort my effort and my attitude determine my abilities so they basically say it's all on me i'm in control of my destiny it's not predetermined i control it and therefore i will work on the things that i can affect and control that's a growth mindset so you got to ask yourself which one of those categories Do you fit into? Are you a negative mindset or are you a fixed mindset person or are you a growth mindset person? Wanting and craving growth, challenge, productivity, improvement. And if you don't know the answer to that question, that's a bit of a red flag. That tells me that you don't have a lot of self-awareness right now. And again, don't take it as a personal attack. All I'm doing is giving you information. If you choose to be offended by what I just said, that is your prerogative. That is your choice to be offended. I said some things. How you respond and react to it, that's on you. So if you don't like what I've told you, you've got a couple choices. Take it on the chin and think, all right, maybe Jesse is onto something and maybe it's uh, worthy for me to do a bit of self-reflection. Or you say, Jesse's a piece of shit. He's a bit of an asshole because he's being mean to me, air quotes, mean. Air quotes, trying to give you constructive fucking feedback and help. So one of the easiest and most simple ways that you can determine if you are mentally tough or mentally weak is to ask the five people that you spend the most time around. This could be your best friend, could be your spouse, your partner, your husband, your wife, work colleagues, people that you see periodically. Hey, I'm working on becoming more mentally tough, more mentally resilient. I want to transition from being you know, really negative and down in my life to being positive and productive and growing and improving myself. I need your honest self-assessment. Please don't hold back. Don't tell me what you think I want to hear. Give me a truthful and honest assessment of where I'm at. And let's just let them say or let them write down their thoughts. And you have to go in that with an open mind and being completely open to the possibility that they give you some negative feedback or that what they say is different to what you think. And that's okay as well. That's the whole point of this drill and this task is to get accurate fucking feedback. You don't want feedback that's fabricated or made up. You want truthful data and information. That's all you're doing here. It's a data collection process, data gathering. And the reason you want to ask those types of people is because they spend the most amount of time with you. So they're going to have an intimate look and insight into you, who you are, your character, your thoughts, your behaviors, your actions. But please be wary of their response, especially from family, because family generally want what's best for you. And oftentimes, family are yes men or yes women. They will just say something to please you, to make you happy, because they don't want to upset the apple cart. They don't want you to be feel sad or upset or feel hurt. So tell them up front, hey, I need an honest assessment from you. Please just don't don't tell me what I want want to hear. Please just give me your honest thoughts and feedback. If they need to write it down and email it to you, if they need to write it on a pen and paper, if they need to do dot points, if you're going to have a, a conversation together, that's fine. Whatever you think will work for you, do that. Don't chime in. If you're having a conversation, Just ask them for their deliberate and their honest thoughts and feedback and then shut the fuck up. Just listen to what they have to say. Cross your hands, don't speak. You've got two ears and one mouth for a reason. Listen to what they are telling you. So for me personally, for myself, the best way that I have found to stay positive and not negative and down in the dumps is to not be either of those things, not be too high and happy and, you know, thinking about sunshine and lollipops and rainbows, it's all good, and not being too down, not being a Debbie Downer, not being, you know, sulking when things go bad, just be level-headed, be neutral. You know, you're not too up, you're not too far down, you're somewhere in the middle, okay? The way that I've managed to do that is through learning and reading about and studying Stoic philosophy. Stoicism is a philosophy that I subscribe to and I believe in because it's not saying that life's going to be good or bad. It's just saying that life's going to do what life's going to do. Sometimes it'll be good. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. And it's up to you to respond to those circumstances and what life throws at you. Okay, so it's not what happens to you that counts. It's how you react and respond afterwards. So you accept things as they are. And then what I try to do is adjust my actions or my reactions uh, rather than trying to change what I can't. So if there's stuff that I can't change and can't impact and can't affect, okay, that shit, it is what it is. What am I going to do about it? How am I now going to respond and move forward? Because that's all I can control so yeah it's one of those easier said than done things and i'm not going to try and tell you it's not because it's always a fucking work in progress i don't always get it right i'm continually reminding myself to control what's in my power these are what i what are the what are called the controllables you can't control the fucking weather So you might wish and hope and pray that it's going to be a cool or a moderate 26 degrees with a light breeze. You might wake up and it's piercing down with rain. Could be bucketing down, have fucking flash flooding. You know, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to go and moan to the fucking weather gods? I wanted 26 degrees and you gave me fucking four degrees and pissing down rain. What the hell? Or are you just going to say, all right, I hoped it was going to be like this. It's not. And now I'm just going to adjust and you know, change how I go about things. So if you're somebody who's really, really negative and you want to become positive and build up your mental toughness, I have a question that would be wise for you to remember. How's that working for you? So if you're always down in the dumps, you know, oh, this negative thing happened to me. Oh, that sucks. Oh, I had a shit sleep. So I oh, might as well write today off. Bye. I had a cookie or I had a muffin at, you know, at Smoco. So, you know, there's my diet fucked for the day. You know, how's that working for you? How's that line of thinking working for you? Is it helping you? Is it being more productive and helping you grow and get better and improve? Or are you just fucking digging yourself, you know, a bigger hole to now try and climb out of? So I'm not trying to say that it's good or bad, but, you know, how's that working for you? If you want to be positive and you want to develop, and grow, I'm not saying positive affirmations are the fucking way. But what I'm also not saying is being negative all the time isn't a successful strategy either. So you want to kind of level those two things off. Not super negative and down and, you know, belittling yourself in the situation and not being so high and mighty and praising and trying to, you know, pray to the affirmation gods and hope things are going to work out for you. You're somewhere in between. In the middle is where it's at. If your default state is that of being down or negative, just ask yourself if it's serving you. Is it helping you or is it hurting you and holding you back from being who you could be? Knowing which side of that mindset scale you are on, fixed versus a growth mindset will determine whether you embrace difficulties and try and find solutions to problems or if you run away from them. And the funny thing is, if you want to become mentally tough, you need to understand this fact of life. Life is mostly full of challenges. Life is mostly full of challenges. If you are in a managerial position or have a job where you are working with other people, you would understand the fact that a decent portion of the time, unless you're kind of a cog in the machine, is that you spend a lot of time putting out fires. You're a firefighter. So you got to know how to fucking put those fires out. You need to know what to do when those fires start occurring. So you see them. You need to know what happens when they start, you know, engulfing everything with flames. And, you know, you need to know where to put the water. All right. Sometimes, you know, going straight into a fucking burning house isn't the smartest thing to do. Maybe it means, you know, deflecting and going and uh, flanking it, going around from the side. But at the end of the day, the goal is the same. Put the fire out. Whether it's attacking something head on or whether it's going around and working from the side. And this is the thing when it comes to mental toughness as well. That, even just that fucking phrase, mental toughness, it sounds like for me as a man, like it sounds awesome. Like it's, it's something that I fucking want. I want to be mentally tough. I want to be resilient. I want to be strong both in body and mind. It's a sought after character trait by many. But the thing very few people or not enough people probably understand when it comes to forging mental toughness is this. It's going to be fucking hard. It's going to be harder than you think it is. It's going to require you to stretch yourself further than you want to be stretched. You know, you've got to be prepared to be uncomfortable, actually willing and able and, for lack of a better word, happy enough to embrace that discomfort. Hey, this is going to be a shit show. Awesome. This is going to be difficult. This is going to be hard. And then you step towards it. You don't fucking step away from it. You step towards that discomfort and that challenge with open arms and you say, let's fucking go. I'm ready. That's a requirement of being mentally tough is working through difficulty and then bouncing back from adversity as well. You know, when you're faced with a challenge or a problem, you're not always going to be successful and get a tick on the board. Sometimes it's going to knock you on your ass and you're going to be like, right, okay, stay there, sit in it and ask yourself, what did I learn? What did I do wrong? What could I do differently next time so that I'm not knocked on my ass? That's being mentally tough. It's not being stupid enough to just bounce straight back up and then make the same fucking mistake again. It's having the intelligence to actually look at the big picture and say, hey, this is the situation. This is what I did. This is what happened in the circumstance. Ah, Okay, I can now see why I wasn't successful. So then next time it does come around, you have the skills, attributes, and know-how to actually be successful. That's being mentally tough. You don't need to be dumb and just go fucking bash your head against a fucking brick wall and hope that you burst through it. If you can just step around that fucking brick wall, that would be a much better outcome. So if we take a step back, review the situation as a whole, look at what went well, look at what didn't go well, look at the things that maybe you forgot or didn't see, then moving forward, you'll be in a better position. So the old train of thought or the old way of being brought up is to be mentally tough You just got to be macho, man. You just suck it up and you get through it to a degree. Yes, I agree with that to a degree. As Greg said, is we're not trying to do things and make our life as miserable and uncomfortable as possible for the sake of it. It needs to have an end fucking product, an end result. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to improve? Ask yourself that question because a lot of people just think, oh, I've got to become more disciplined. Why? For what purpose? To what end? Why do you want to have more discipline? What's that going to do for you? That's the key for mental toughness is understanding why. Why do you want to be mentally tougher? Why do you want to have more discipline? For me, the benefits are myriad. There's a shitload of benefits that I personally see and derive from doing hard things. Benefits of being mentally tough and being able to push through hard situations and tough times or periods of discomfort, it means that you can achieve more in your life. It means you can put more effort and more time and see things through to the end that are meaningful to you, whether that's in your work life, whether that's in your family life, whether that's to your health and fitness or sport or your hobbies, you know, let's take running as an example. If you like running, but you can't run a fucking kilometer, but you really like running and the kilometers all you fucking got, what's going to happen when you get to that 900 meter mark? Your mind is going to start playing tricks on you. and It's going to say, hey, you're almost at the fucking end now. You, you, you're done. Being mentally strong means when you get to that 900 meters, instead of getting a fucking frown on your face, and getting depressed and down and anxious about, oh, I've, I've, I'm, I'm near my limit, you actually turn it into a fucking smile and you dig in and you say, good, I'm near my limit. I want to see if I can get to 1,200 meters. And then when you do that, so this is the growth mindset in action. Kilometer is my limit, 1,000 meters. Today I'm going to do 1,200 meters. And you do that and you set a new benchmark and you set a new level that makes you fucking proud. That gives you a sense of satisfaction. My previous limit was a thousand meters and today I did 1200. I improved and I increased how far I could run by 20%. And the next time you're gonna try and think, all right, 1200 is now my new normal. That's my new standard. That's my new PB. And you're not always gonna increase it. And you're certainly not always gonna increase it by that same amount. But what it does is it it gives you this sensation of stretching. And I'm not talking, you know, hamstring stretching. I'm talking about getting in a state of flow or a state of challenge that is the zone of proximal difficulty. So what I mean by that is it's enough to challenge you, but not so much that it's impossible. That's what we're looking for here. It's enough that you have to work for it and challenge yourself and push yourself but it's close enough to you that you can actually succeed. All right? So the benefits of being mentally tough. If it's running and you challenge yourself and you do it on a regular basis, it means that you're going to be able to run for longer. You're going to be able to do it faster and you're going to be able to do it harder. So one of the things that I've started doing in my own life is trail running. You know, I've got football pre-season. That's basically we're in the thick of it now. We're coming towards the uh, night series, our pre season competition and I've started trail running and I run the same trail. Sometimes I'll do the left side and then the right. Other times I'll go the right trail and then the left, but it's always the same. I do left, right, or right, left, which equals the same distance. Okay. And I write my time down. And my time's gradually been getting quicker and quicker, which is it makes me feel good because I'm I am challenging myself. I am pushing. It's not a coast. I'm not fucking just chilling out. I'm trying to run fucking hard. But one of the things that I started to do is reintroduce a sprint finish. So as I come out of the trail, it goes from having almost like a a blue metal kind of stone track to then going back to limestone. So it's a white stone, creamy color. And once I get to there, that tells me, bang, I've got to go to the next gear. I I have to accelerate, that's my trigger. When I go from that blue metal, Back onto Limestone, I turn the fucking dial. I increase my speed a little bit. And this would go for about, oh, I'm guessing probably 400 meters. So I increase it a little bit for about 300 meters. And at this time, at this point in time, I'm pretty tired. I'm pretty tired. I don't want to run faster. I'd rather just coast at the same fucking speed. But I get about 400 meters left. And I just increase the tempo a little bit. And then with about 200 meters left, I increase the intensity again. I turn another gear, just a quarter turn and I'm increasing speed, getting quicker and quicker. And my heart rate's getting faster and faster. My breathing rate's speeding up and speeding up. It's fucking just about over. It's basically at the point where I don't know if I can keep going. And then I get a hundred meters out and I just, I go as hard as I can. That last 100 meters is just fucking awful. It sucks. I've just done six Ks worth of running And then that last 100 meters, I'm putting my fucking foot straight down on the accelerator. I don't want to. My legs are tired. My lungs are burning. All I want to do is sit down or lay lay myself on the fucking floor. You know, fucking lay on the grass, heaving, sweating, you know, sucking in wind. That's all I want to do. But I push because I know that that's going to help me with my time. And afterwards, I hit that button and I write down my time. Mental toughness, doing the thing you don't want to do to produce the result that you want. If it's in the weight room, it could mean lifting more weights, lifting heavier. Mental toughness, and this is something that comes, this is something that I think goes hand in hand. If you want to be mentally tough, do things that demand you work your body really hard. If you want to become stronger, you have to use the, over, uh, the progressive overload principle. You have to lift heavy weights over time, non-negotiable. So let's say you're doing squats. You're doing your greatest squat to the lowest depth possible. And let's say you're doing 10 reps. If you keep doing 10 reps at 10 kilos, that's as strong as you're ever gonna be. But if I give you a 12 and a half kilo dumbbell and I say, hey, do the same thing. 10 reps 12 and a half kilos you'll do your 10 and then those last two reps will challenge you and then after a period of time you'll get used to that so it's no longer challenging it's no longer requiring you to push and stretch and expand that comfort zone or your ability or your capacity of what you can withstand so me being the coach that i am and me looking out for your own self-interest i say hey Congratulations, you have now graduated to the 15 kilo dumbbell. And we repeat that process. You build up to 10 reps or 12 reps. And once that becomes more challenging, or once it becomes easy, I should say, I have to impose another challenge. Here's a 17 and a half kilo dumbbell. Hey, instead of 10 reps, doing 12. Instead of 12 reps, you're doing 15. Why? Because you can. And because you must. You have to force your body to progress, It's not going to progress on its own. You are not going to become mentally tougher just because you want it to happen. You have to force it into existence. Push past the point of comfort. If you want to be leaner, if you want to get rid of the belly, if you want to drop the beer belly, the spare tire, reduce the number that you see on the scale, it's going to mean that you have to resist certain food temptations or being offered a cookie by Susan in the lunchroom. Or when, you know, Gerald or Harold says, hey, Jimbo, do you want a muffin with your coffee? And you do want a muffin with your coffee. You can put your hand up and say, thank you, but no thank you. You know that, that that is a that is a part of mental toughness. It's it's a simple example, but it's still toughness nonetheless. Nonetheless, you want this thing over here, but your goals require doing the opposite or doing something different. You know, in Australia, everybody loves getting on the booze. It's it's a culture now that is predicated on to have a good time. You have to fucking get on the booze, get on the drink. So you know, if you're at a party or if you're out at a pub catch you up with mates out and about. Hey, do you want a beer? Do you want a wine? Do you want a cocktail? And especially if you're in a group, that peer pressure comes in. Do you have the mental fortitude and the wherewithal to say, hey, don't want one. Thank you. But no thank you. You know, I'll have a soda water. I'll have I'll have a sprite. I'll have a soft drink or I'll just stick to water. Mental toughness is a skill. It is a perishable trait. The more hard things you do, the more hard things you can do. So the best, one of the, one of my favorite quotes, and I have, you know, I have shirts, I have many shirts that say this, discipline equals freedom. Discipline, doing the hard thing here and now, equals freedom, the thing you want later on. It's both a great phrase and it's an awesome book. Another recommendation that you should buy, Discipline Equals Freedom, Field Manual by Jocko Willink, get a copy, build your mental resilience and your mental toughness, take yourself from being a negative person to a positive person, or even just a realistic person. So the hard stuff that you do and you go through now is going to produce great results and progress down the line. This is delayed gratification. Saying no to the thing that you want here and now so you can have the thing that you truly want later on. But you're only going to get that thing if you finish the job and you don't deviate off course before it's done. So if you've got a strength training program and you're feeling tired, you're feeling run down, feeling fatigued, muscles are, you know, not working to their usual level. Hey, finish the job. Follow the fucking plan. Be mentally tough enough to say, hey, this is the plan. You know, we created a plan and now I'm going to do the work. You plan the work and then you work the plan. So that's mental toughness in a nutshell. All right. Mental toughness in a nutshell. Identifying a task or a goal and doing whatever is needed to accomplish it. Whether it means you go in a straight line, head first, punching through any wall or obstacle that is in your path, or whether it means deviating and going around it, whether it means solving problems, overcoming challenges, jumping over hurdles, you do whatever is needed to take you from where you are to where you want to be. But the key for mental toughness is understanding why you're doing it. If you want to go and have a cold shower, that's awesome. Congratulations. Join the club. Welcome. But why are you doing it? What's the purpose? What's in it for you? Oh, you want to get into the ice bath and the cold plunge craze that's now really prevalent. Cool. Join us. We'd love to have you. But why? What's the purpose? What are you doing it for? What's the end goal? What's it going to give you? Oh, you want to get into rucking. You want to go for a trail walk or a walk with a weighted pack or a vest. Beautiful. Again, welcome to the club. Join us. We'd love to have you but why are you doing it? What's the purpose? What's the outcome? If so you don't have an answer for that question or those questions, that's a red flag that you need to address because doing hardship for the sake of it isn't admirable. That's just a waste of your energy and your talents. So guys, the last thing I'm gonna say about mental toughness is this. <clears throat> it starts with your identity. If you wanna switch from a negative mindset to a positive mindset, you have to change your way of thinking about who you are, about your identity. So if you wanna become a different person, if you wanna act and behave in different ways and change your persona, it comes through your actions and behaviors. You won't and you don't become mentally tough by staying in your comfort zone. Identify, what it is you need to be doing and do those things. So a simple example, to become fit, you must do what fit people do. To become strong, you must do what strong people do. And the same is true for mental toughness. What actions, habits, behaviors, choices, decisions do you need to do or make to bring that into existence? What are the things that you're avoiding in your life that you need to bring front and center? Could be simple, could be elaborate, could be complex. And if you're unsure where to start, like I said, go and grab that book. Go and grab those two books, Tough by Greg Everett and Discipline Equals Freedom by Jocko Willing. The last thing I'm going to say is this. The habits and routines that you engage in every day or week, they are what prove that you are tough. You don't become mentally tough by saying you're mentally tough. You become mentally tough by doing things that make you mentally tough. Proof, results, actions, evidence. What have you got to back those words up? And then you have to ask yourself, who or what are you comparing that to? If you want to become more mentally tough, why are you doing it? Is it to compare yourself to somebody else, which I would not recommend by the way? Or is it to prove to yourself that you can become and be more? That's the avenue that I want for you. I would recommend that you challenge yourself and you grow and you push to see who you could become when you really dig in and accept life is going to be hard. I'm going to be harder. Life is going to be tough and I will become tougher. So then I can overcome any obstacle that's put in front of me. That's the goal and ambition that I have for you. So go and become mentally tough. If you feel like it's a worthy cause, or if you don't, then don't. The ball is in your court. Off you go, make the decision, and then act accordingly. And I will see you on the other side. If you loved the wake-up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.